everyone. Welcome to our episode. My name is Noelle and I'm the founder of Creative Play Lab. Our mission is to provide learners of all ages an alternative means of acquiring knowledge by fostering creativity all through hands-on experimentation, prototyping, and play. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about how we as educators and practitioners can use Lego Brick systematically within our own practice and within our own classrooms. To start, so how can we as educators, practitioners, use Lego Bricks systematically within our own practice and within our own classrooms. And what is Lego-based therapy? Lego-based therapy is a collaborative play-based social skills intervention that was created with children with autism spectrum and related conditions. And the method involves organized group play using Lego materials, emphasizing direct interaction, joint task focus and accomplishment, and really fostering social development of skills and communication skills through verbal and nonverbal communication. Now, why is it important to understand how and why Lego therapy may help promote social interaction? Now, playing Lego collaboratively is actually a core component of Lego therapy, which can be separated into two subcomponents within the therapy sessions one being collaborative play and the use of Lego itself as a medium. Now, in the therapy session, social interaction is not only an exchange of information between peers, but it also plays an important part in enhancing play and social development for the learners. Now, these social exchanges provide the students with the opportunities to learn within the social interaction skills that they gain from the experience, such as initiating and responding and contributing to dialogue and the so forth ongoing interactions as they are facilitated throughout the session. Now, collaborative play is really where children join together to complete a joint game or activity. So there's a lot of teamwork going on. So this process really requires high frequency of social interaction between children and also demands the practice to for them to use other skills such as social and even language skills. Now, how did Lego-based therapy come about? So the origins of Lego-based therapy was created by a psychologist in the U.S. His name is Daniel Goff, and he noticed that the children with autism were more interested in interacting together when they have a medium of, of play material, such as Lego bricks. Now, within Lego-based therapy, um, basically he established that the group intervention is that students are much more successful as the group intervention really promotes social competence in the children, especially the ones with autism and related conditions. And he's done the research and um, basically has suggested the effectiveness of Lego-based therapy as an intervention. Now, the principles and the aims of the therapy is really to develop social competence through development of social skills and communication. It involves collaborative play that provides opportunities for children to practice their skills, such as 
turn-taking and listening to one another, being able to share their ideas in an open and safe setting environment, being able to practice their communication and language skills. And with this, they're able to basically compromise and learn to solve problems within the context of the activity and obviously also the shared attention. Now, the groups are usually run by trained facilitators and children are encouraged to build together within a specific set of roles. And I'll talk about those roles later on. Now, the principles of the therapy is really for the children to interact with each other through collaborative play, being construction as a main component, which is construction of toys or Lego bricks um, as a material, which is often really highly motivating for children. So children are usually more motivated to participate in a group intervention because they're more interested in building, therefore they're more willing to work together as a group. So the shared focus on building enables children to learn and practice social skills within a social environment that they feel comfortable in. what does the Lego-based therapy sessions look like? So Lego-based therapy originates from a clinical setting, but it now has been extended to schools or within a classroom environment. So the school environment, it's actually a great opportunity to practice and generalization of social skills learned in the sessions. So making the schools really an ideal place to run Lego-based therapy sessions. Now, the sessions last usually a minimum of 45 minutes and run on a weekly basis by a trained adult. So teaching assistants, teachers, speech language therapists, occupational therapists, psychologists are usually um, trained facilitators or tend to hold these types of sessions. Now, these sessions are structured and they are governed by rules, so children have to take turns to play one of three roles, one being the builder, supplier, and then the engineer. So the sessions consist of two parts, working together to build a set of instructions, and also there's freestyle building. So freestyle building provides the students with the opportunity to become more creative in a naturalistic group play setting. Now, Lego-based therapy sessions consist of, let's say, two two, two parts, right? As I mentioned, one being 30 minutes of collaborative Lego project, which is building a, a model, and then 15 minutes of freestyle building play if it's a 45-minute session. Now, the building sets, um, there, there are instructions within the activity. So, as I mentioned, children are assigned one of three roles, the engineer, the builder, and then the supplier. Now, the engineer reads instructions and describes and shows the builder the set. The supplier then picks out the correct pieces when the engineer gives the instructions to him or her. And the builder follows the engineer's instructions and puts the pieces together. The second part of the session, which is freestyle building, children are asked to build models of their own using their own design collaboratively. So within the scope of the session, in the two parts, there are also a set of rules that the children 
need to abide by. First being build things together, so which really encourages teamwork and collaboration. Second is if get things if if things get broken, fix it or ask for help. Third, if someone else is using a piece, ask first, don't take it. Fourth, use indoor voices. Five, use polite words. Six, sit nicely, keep your hands and feet to yourself. Seventh, tidy up and put things back where they came from. And last, do not put Lego bricks in your mouth. So that's an overall um, rundown and summary of what a typical Lego-based session would look like. So this basically gives us more ideas and resources for us teachers and educators of how can we basically use Lego as a medium or maybe even different types of um, toys and, and mediums that we can incorporate systematically within our own teaching practice and how we can basically serve our students in order to allow them to build confidence and enhance their social and communication skills. So I hope this session is helpful and that you have learned from the session. I'm more than happy to hear from you and hope you stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you. Thank you.